Welcome to Thought Revolution. This is a show for leaders like you who want to learn how to lead and manage in a way that expands your impact and influence. My name is Kristen Nebro and I am the founder of Impact Consultancy. And I'm excited to share with you my biggest aha moments and thought-provoking concepts that are designed to free up your time, your team's capacity, and your ability to create impact in the world. Let's go. Welcome, welcome. We're episode 20. I can't believe we're this far in. And we have got another exciting week of Thought Revolution. My name is Kristen Ebro. You probably just heard my intro, but I'm the leader of the Thought Revolution and I'm the founder of Impact Consultancy. And today we're going to be getting into something different. So the last few weeks we've been talking about leadership. I'm going to come back to that topic and we're going to bounce back and forth between leadership and management because we're going to begin opening up some uh, brand new offerings through the consultancy around leadership to support the kind of management work that we're doing. But I want to come back to management because I've been spending a lot of time lately with a number of organizations and we've just been staying right at the basics. Some people call it um, management 101 or production 101 or, you know, I don't really care what name people give it. Um, it feels like it's 101, but it's it's not. And um, and the reason I say it's not is because it's, you know, foundational, but it's not taught. I think that that's just the piece that uh, gets missed. It's that um, a lot of us as managers get put into that position and we're not given the manual for how to do it. And so we get stuck most often than not. So I I'm just going to, I didn't plan on this. So, you know, my, my first managerial experience, I was about 26, 27, and I was a part of a team uh, and we were pretty tight and I got an opportunity to lead that team and I thought it would be awesome because I knew how to do my work and um, so I thought I understood how everybody else's um, commitments worked and when I got in that position, I just got walloped. It came at me so fast all the issues, all of the cross-functional, all the cross-departmental, all the cross-agency, all the cross-system issues. And I mean like not just like systems in my organization. I mean um, where I was working at the time was in social services. So I was dealing with justice system, education system, drug and alcohol system, homeless system, child welfare system, etc. And so everybody had different rules. Everybody had different expectations. Everybody had a very different culture and demeanor. Um, and so there was just a lot coming at me and I wasn't ready for it. And I remember being sent to manage training and what I got was training on how to read a budget how to have some supervisory conversations um, and, and it was it was helpful but it wasn't what I needed at the time uh, and I just remember being six months in and just feeling like I just wanted to cry um, I felt so alone I felt super isolated uh, I didn't feel like I had a team anymore because of what I needed for my team and they felt like all of a sudden I wasn't on their side but when you're in that position of management, you're beginning to see in a much broader way with a much higher level of responsibility what needs to get done and you have to make some tough decisions. So that's why I'm so excited about the work that I do because it feels like a contribution um, to my 27-year-old self and anybody else out there who's engaging in management. So for me, like that's what's so cool about running my own consultancy and really focusing on managers. And then, of course, focusing on senior leaders because that's the next place I went as a senior leader. But I'm not, I'm not going to get into that today. For today, I really want to focus on this concept of creating a culture of ideation, um, a culture of improvement. But I like the word ideation because we're going to be specific about actually pulling idea sharing out. And that's what I think is important. Now, I think a lot of times when people hear ideation, they think innovation, 
They think what we're going to be doing is coming up with um, out of the box thinking. We're going to, you know, shift the paradigm or whatever it is that, you know, people kind of create through that buzzword. But for me, I think ideation is just really about people every single day seeing what's happening and coming up with small ideas. And it's the small ideas over time that actually launch bigger innovation because what we're doing is disrupting patterns. Every now and then, a person comes up with a thought that is able to be tested and is um, atypical to what we're used to, and it really like disrupts everything, and that's killer. But that's not the norm, and I think that that's a myth, and it's a narrative, and plenty of folks have already talked about that you know, in the field here of innovation and continuous improvement. I'm interested in beginning to just bring this idea of ideation uh, into the conversation, and I want to do it in a really simple way. And I think it can be done in a simple way because I've watched it happen in a simple way. It doesn't have to be big. And I think that that's really exciting because it opens up a lot of opportunity for us to do some really cool things. So one of the things I know is that um, we talk a lot about this, but that the manager's job is to help folks solve problems and elicit ideas. The problem is managers don't have time to do that. They're overwhelmed with everything that's going on and the staff don't have time to come up with ideas. They're busy. Their ideas are just being um, uh, applied to the daily fires that they're dealing with typically. So um, we we know that there are issues out there. And so one of the things that um, Impact introduces is the four disciplines of daily management. And so the four disciplines obviously offers you know these different disciplines the one is to make the work visible the second is make the work move third is to see the issues or obstacles and then the fourth is to um, initiate continuous alignment and we have you know four simple steps that come with it we have in the in the first two disciplines we introduced two boards Um, one is a simple board that shows the status of the process that's about it and the second board um, which is discipline three shows the issues Um, The next thing we introduce is a really simple team routine. It's a standard routine we call a huddle where folks get together from anywhere from two to 10 minutes. And the leader, this is the last piece, the leader has their own standardized work. They have an agenda to run that huddle, to facilitate that huddle. And that's it. We've really pared it down to like those four simple things. That's the creation of a system. So these are interrelated parts working together to create an outcome. And the outcome that we're going for is that teams are able to see and solve problems. And I think that's really important. So anytime, if you've been a part of what we do, the first conversation we have are what are the pain points that you're dealing with and what are the impacts that it has on you? Because whatever system we build has to solve for those pains. Otherwise, the system we build sucked, right? So really important. So the four disciplines are a system. They're a set of artifacts, routines, and practices that have a specific outcome to solve pains. And that system is designed to create something and it's to create a culture. And the culture that we introduce is daily team-based problem solving. And so there are behaviors that we're trying to create that are driven by the system that should drive a brand new daily experience. And that daily experience should remove pains and create the future that people said that they wanted, which is also part of the first conversation conversation that we have. So it's pretty cool if you think about it. What we've done here is we built a mini system to drive a certain culture. Now, it's not strong enough to transform an entire organization, and yet people are experiencing a ton of transformation from it. Here's the thing, and so that's why we're having this conversation today about a culture of ideation. That right there is just about beginning to put your arms around your daily operations and beginning to see and solve problems. But you know, here's the deal. You're going to have way more problems than you have capacity to be able to solve. That's just the reality, and we know that. So your job isn't just to see problems. The next evolution, when you start to move across 
um, applying the four disciplines isn't just to see and solve problems. And by the way, we talk about this in episode three, four, and five, with seeing and solving problems is the starting point. And then eventually it's seeing and teaching people to problem solve. That's really the job of the manager, but the manager doesn't have that capability at first for two reasons. One, they don't have the time to teach people because they're busy solving all the fires. And two, they might not have, have developed their capability to really, um, you know, engage in a common problem-solving framework. But that's that's later. So see and solve problems. Now, what happens at a certain point in time, and every team that we work with hit this point, is your real next step then, the real paramount place that you're going to after being able to see and solve problems, is prioritizing the problems to work on because you're going to have more than you can handle. So then we introduce a board, and some of you have this board. Um, it's a simple introduction. Again, we're not trying to get fancy. We can get really fancy with all of this. I know when I was taught a lot of this, um, I had a lot of different mentors, a lot of different senseis, and some of it was is fantastic, and then some of it just was more than what we were ready for. And I think I can't stress enough the importance of creating adoption for this stuff, right? But it's an issue trend board. So we introduce one more board. And it's an issue trend board and you can go to our website and maybe find pictures of it. But all it shows is maybe our top five issues that keep to re keep recurring or keep coming up that are hard for us. And that might be down the left-hand side. And across the right-hand side is really just a tally of how frequently they're happening um, or the impact that they're having. And we want to begin to see which ones come up the most because that's where we're going to list it problem solving. So now we've got this system to see and begin to address problems. And now we've got another opportunity here. We're leveraging a tool to broaden our system to now prioritize on the most impressing problems that are getting in our way of being able to do our best work or meeting our targets or, you know, um, achieving the level of engagement that we want, whatever that is. And here's the next place that we're going to go, okay? Because many of you have that piece and the piece that folks don't have yet that we've begun to give to folks. It's really simple. Again, we're just going to give you another board and it's an idea board and it's super cool and it's super simple. But here's what I think is interesting. Usually when I talk about um, ideation or coming up with ideas, people think that that's like a personality thing, that um, some people are ideators, that we need to go and hire idea people. Um, you know, that's an idea guy. And I would agree that some folks are more prone to, you know, coming up with more ideas than others. Uh, it's just, maybe it's just um, how they operate. And I think that's, that's totally fine. But I think what gets missed, and I think that's really important about developing a system and, and trying to create a culture around this, is that you can teach ideation. And I think that's really important to understand. You can teach ideation. It's not something that's inherent. It's not something you're born with. Just the same way you can teach someone multiplication. I learned that 789 times 789 equals 622521. I learned that. I learned that through a process called multiplication. You can learn how, how to really tap into coming up with ideas. That doesn't mean that every idea is going to be sweet, but you can teach people how to begin to understand a problem, see patterns, and come up with ideas. And when you do that, you're going to begin to create a special kind of culture. One in your workplace that's going to create an opportunity for people to push past what they're used to, but two, it's going to give them something for their lives, which I think is cool. And I, I don't care if it sounds corny, but you're going to give people an opportunity to begin to be idea-centered. And that's, I think, a gift for anybody to have in their life. So we know, and the four disciplines is something that we just teach that 
You know, you have to be able to see your problems in order to solve them. And you can improve what you can't see. So the biggest thing that we're trying to see are not just our issues or abnormalities with our process, but we want to see the process itself. Now, once we can see them and now once we've narrowed down through our issue trend board where we're going to actually go to work and, and maybe come up with some ideas, we want to introduce this idea board. It's super cool and it's super simple. And I'm just going to describe it here. And you know what? If you love it, try it. You don't even have to have the four disciplines to try an idea board. Although I'll tell you what, without the four disciplines, you're going to be throwing ideas at a bunch of different problems. The cool thing is you're going to teach ideation to some extent. Um, it won't it won't feel as much, um, it won't feel as focused as it could be, and it won't have the impact that it could be, but it, you can just, it's a tool, so you can use it. Um, when it's placed properly in a system, its impact is felt in a much greater way because it's designed, the system is designed to do something to have a specific outcome. So that's why I'm just making sure I set that context. But with that, okay, so picture an idea board, picture a blank flip chart. Let's just start there. And we're going to have four columns. Now, the first column is just going to say ideas on it. That's it. Now, it's on this column that anybody at any time can post up ideas. So just go ahead and like leave um, a, a flip chart up with four columns. The first one's going to say ideas and leave just like post-it notes there. And people can come up with ideas that they have to make improvements to your tools, your templates, your processes, whatever. Just make sure you set a ground rule that it's something that you know that they have some ability to be able to, you know, or some power to be able to have influence over. You don't want them to tell another department what they should improve. It should be something that's happening within their own world. We want folks to tend their own garden to the most extent. Now, they might put up an idea that still needs some kind of management approval for resources or some um, management communication with other departments, but that's okay as long as folks understand that. The second column simply says ideas to test. And so what you use now is if you have a huddle, so if you're using the four disciplines at one of your huddles, maybe just pick one day a week, you want to make sure that you spend two minutes. And what you're going to do is answer the question, looking at all the ideas that are sitting in our, in our first column, which is our idea parking lot, which ones do we think are something that we want to try to test in the next week or two? And so you pull some stuff over and you might be able to split that column into, um, you know, two rows. One that is something that we can just do on our own and the other that's going to require some kind of like management conversation or further maybe, you know, cross-functional or group conversation. So now you're beginning to sort ideas that are cool, um, that may, you know, may we make maybe something that we come to at some point and then ideas that we think we want to test in the next couple weeks. And now we build our third column and the third column is going to be labeled testing this week. And now the post-it notes on this column are going to need to have a little bit more structure. So there's four things I usually ask people to put on this. And again, you can get more fancy. Um, you can definitely get more developed, but this is the minimum because it gets you going. So the post-it note should show um, what it is that you're trying to test. So what is it that I'm trying to test um, and what problem am I trying to solve? The second thing that it should um, have on there is what do you expect to have happen as a result of trying this out? And to this is the part where we do more coaching, but for yourselves, just be thinking about how can I make this expectation measurable? So in other words, don't say that I expect it to be the process to be smoother. Try to be um, more quantifiable. Like people think about a behavior that will change. People will be able to get there in two clicks. Um, if I move the desk over from one side of the room to the other, folks will be able to come straight into our conference room and not have to ask where the front desk is. Um, if you say it's going to take less time, think about how much less time. Don't just say it'll it'll be, you know, um, less time. Just say, I think it's going to save us five minutes, whatever that is. Okay. So um, it should have what it is you're going to test and the problem it's going to solve. Two, what you expect to have happen. Three, who's going to test it, right? 
So we want to make sure that we're creating ownership for this. Who's going to be trying something out? And then four, when are they going to try something? And what's really cool about this is now we can begin to see between our three columns. The first one is all these ideas people have. Two is what together we're agreeing we want to try over the next couple of weeks. Three, what we're actually trying. It could be this week. It could be these next couple of days. And now we can really see like specifically what's being tried, who's going to be doing it and when. Because what we want to make sure that we're aware of is that someone's trying something and that learning's happening. And I think that's really cool because the next time that we meet, we're going to come back to these columns and we're going to, we're going to start with that third column and say, all right, here are the things that we tried last time. Um, we said we were going to test you know, a brand new checklist for this. And Ben, you were going to do that and you were going to do it on Thursday. What happened? What did you learn? And so Ben is going to tell us how awesome it was um, and the difference it made and how intuitive it was and that he's getting a lot less errors or he's going to tell us that it was um, not effective, but he learned something else and he's going to try something new, right? And again, the reason we're starting with the three is because we want to pick up where we left off, but we also want to see how many ideas are in process because then we go back to the second column and can answer the question, you know, do we have capacity this week to test anything else? And if we do, great, we pull it in. And if we don't, you know what? We're just going to keep going with what we got, right? Folks are busy and, you know, at least we're in the middle of testing stuff. And then our just our parking lot can continue to fill, which is our first one. The fourth column is assuming that Ben had a killer, killer experience. He learned a lot. Um, he had, you know, great success. Then the fourth column is just labeled implementation and learning. And implementation and learning is where we begin to move it over and say, okay, Ben learned a lot. The checklist works. What is it that we need to begin to do to begin to share this with everybody else so we all get trained and we can try it? And so now we're moving from one person testing one thing to something bigger. And the reason this is important is because we've validated that this works. Um, we've got evidence, but now we want to be in engaged in our, it's almost like the scalability um, experiment. I mean, we can think about it as implementation, but it is scalability because we want to try this out now with a larger group. So all of us are going to try the checklist for the next week. And again, at the next huddle, we're going to start now with this fourth one and say, all right, last week we started implementing the checklist. What did we learn? And we want to find out if things are going well or if we need to make any adjustments. Awesome. Great. What new things are we testing this week? So now we're at a third column and seeing if there's anything new that's percolating. Awesome. Do we have capacity to test anything else? Great. Let's pull it from the second column that we said we wanted to try and test stuff. Cool. And then it looks like we have some room. Is there anything else from the first column, all our idea backlogs that we maybe want to begin considering in the next couple of weeks? You know, we're just constantly getting used to coming up with ideas and then checking out our capacity to begin to test stuff, but we're getting in the routine of asking some specific questions that's just driven by this board. So the board is going to help facilitate our conversations, which is really what is it that, you know, we're trying to solve as far as a problem? What are we testing? What do we expect to have happen? Who's going to do it and when? And once we've tested it, um, let's implement it. Now, how is implementation going? What are we learning? What needs to be refined? What needs to be adjusted? Uh, and so on and on and on. And through this, we're really teaching ideation. And the reason I'm talking about teaching ideation this way is because a few things are true. Oftentimes when we're with teams and we say, hey, who has ideas? It's crickets. And so people aren't used to feeling like they own the work and are going to come up with ideas because they felt like they've tried in the past and no one cared or they feel like they don't own the process or they feel like um, 
they are going to get their ideas shot down or they're going to feel like they're just too um, swamped and they don't have time. So that's why we usually introduce it later in the four disciplines because what we wanted to do with the four disciplines is see and solve problems and create some bandwidth, some capacity for folks to feel like they could do this. Um, and once they're doing it, now we're creating this, this muscle of folks beginning to see ideas before we wanted them to see problems. Like they had problems, but sometimes they were not really good at, at bringing them up. And so they would just solve them on their own. We're like, no, 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 no. Those, if they stay hidden, we can't, you know, really get at the root. So bring them up. So now we're getting good at seeing problems. The next step is getting people really used to seeing ideas. So that's the first column. The first two columns are really about getting people used to seeing ideas and then making them visible. The next two columns, the three and four, so testing this week and implementation, is about teaching people how to try ideas. And so we're really building this culture now of not just coming up with ideas and just like, quote unquote, you know, piloting stuff, but really having a little bit of rigor. It's not a lot, but just enough rigor to really answer the question, um, are we learning along the way? So that's the, that's the concept. And then we add in kind of a challenge for folks. And the challenge that we offer folks is every day, one idea in your backlog. And we try that out for like two weeks. And it's kind of hard because folks are like, um, you know, some folks have a million ideas and they just vomit them all up in the first day and then they're out of ideas. But it's okay. The point here is it's okay if you don't get an idea every day. But the point here is that you're in the action of asking for them and people are in the act of um, getting used to flexing that muscle and looking for them. And so we can look for them through our issues um, board. We can look through them through our issues trend board. We can look at them through our status board. We can look at them just from our day to day. Um, we can look at them through the conversations that we have and saying, hey, I remember you talking about this yesterday, Rick. What if we had an idea to do such and such, right? So every day, one idea added to the backlog for the first couple of weeks, just to get people used to the idea of beginning to come up with um, you know, ideas to test. And then of course, um, we push folks for the through the for the first four weeks, and then um, it's every day one idea, and then especially the first like um, you know one to three weeks, it's I want you to test at least two ideas, just just start testing them because I want you to get in the the um, rhythm of beginning to see what this looks like. And it's pretty cool to watch teams do this. Um, you really see them shift because now they're really thinking about um, how they own the work, and they're really applying their thinking to making it better, which is totally killer and that's really what we're after again is creating daily team-based problem solving and experimentation and that last part and experimentation is what i think is just so cool about the whole thing and we're teaching people that you know a spectrum of ideation about seeing ideas coming up with ideas making them visible testing ideas and so for me ideation really is about a commitment um to leadership, really. I mean, this is the connection to leadership. It's about developing the mindset of I can versus there's no point or I will versus um, no one cares, right? Like there's just a difference there. Now it requires two things. It requires that you have some kind of process or even better process built into a system like the four disciplines to be able to pull this off because it's going to require some kind of structure. And two, it requires that you as the manager or leader really hold open that when people are putting out ideas, you're all about encouraging that and removing barriers, right? Like that's really important. So 
That's the idea board. It's really cool to watch. And what you're doing is you're driving a new daily experience, one where you're trying to create daily team brain based problem solving and experimentation. And over time, over time, the power of this system begins to create a shift against the gravity or the inertia of whatever was there before, right? So it's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited for you guys to try this out. So I hope it, I hope you get a chance to try this out. For those of you that, work in, that we're working with, I would love to make sure that we get some interviews out here um, in the next couple months for people to just share um, the difference that it's made for them. Well, that's it. That's the thought for the day. I hope that's contributed to your revolution, whatever revolution you're trying to lead. And if you don't see yourself as a leader of revolution, I totally recommend that you try it. It's pretty cool um, because I'm having a lot of fun leading the thought revolution. I have no idea how many followers I have, but you know what? It really doesn't matter because it's not just about how many folks are out there, but about me being able to put something out in the world. So with that note, I know that all of you wake up every single day with this real strong bend to make a difference in the world instead of just making things work. And I really hope that whatever it is that we're able to do together here allows for that to happen. So with that, I'm excited. I get a chance to be able to record some of my other upcoming podcast episodes here in the next couple of days. And I'm excited to make sure that all of you are a part of it. If you haven't yet, please rate, please subscribe and share this with other folks. All right, we'll see you next time.